I'm not going to lie. Today's uh, NFL question has me feeling super embarrassed. You'll hear it in the podcast now. Also, uh, someone came. Someone had the HR question about time theft. Oh, no, wage theft at work. Yeah, kind of getting screwed on vacation. Misconnections was maybe the worst person ever until we did the trash flash. Oh, Lord. That dude sucked as well. <laughs> Allison took a turn in the uh, Win the Interns launch. A lot of things today. Oh, man, it was an action-packed couple of hours on the air, and you'll get to hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly Wood. I'm being shorted money at work. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, I have a woman here. She sent in. She didn't want to be on air or anything. Okay. So here's the deal. Her employer has a deal about holiday pay. If you don't work the day before and day after a holiday, Mm -hmm. you do not receive that holiday pay. Mm -hmm. Now, she says the latest holiday, she returned. She worked the day before. Okay. She returned early from her trip to make sure she worked that day afterwards. When she got her paycheck, it was short a day, and it was that holiday day. Her work informed her that's because she was late returning from lunch. She says it was less than five minutes. <laughs> okay. And she's asking, this doesn't seem like it's legal. She already checked. She already did her homework at Zen Zen uh-huh. and checked the handbook, and she says it is not in the handbook. That's usually your little out there, yeah. you know, your corporate. Yeah, you're actually going to have to do some work today. Yeah. Yeah. Show me where it says it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we wrapped this one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just to the holiday pay thing, that that can be a thing. Dude, um, that's I, BS. Yeah. It's in this situation, really like a two minute lunch punch. I'm sure, again, this employee is probably going to want to challenge their employer on this and say, where in the policy does it state that I was present for work? But does the policy state that like a mispunch? So like a mispunch or like a late punch, early punch. Like if you punch uh, out of work early, if you punch, you know, uh, take a 32 minute lunch break instead of a 30 minute lunch break, like they could have something around that. But show me where it says that. And that employer could be withholding pay from this person. The dirty word wage theft. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but start brandishing that thing around. Maybe they'll shape up. Whenever I hear about policies like this, I'm like, isn't a isn't an employee's happiness a little more important than if they're taking an extra day it's off? Eight hours at how much? It's a drop in the bucket on the company. That's side. what I'm saying. They're, just, they're they're being stupid about this. I, I feel like policies like this are going to start to go away because like so many companies are realizing, hey, happy employees work a lot harder mm-hmm. and they don't go look for other jobs. Well, and yeah, they're, they're, I mean, you get down to the to the brass tacks of it. You're nickel and, nickeling and diming employees when it comes to hours or just if this wasn't a thing where they like they had to work the holiday and then <clears throat> you've got vacation before and after. OK, well, we're giving you a paid time off. Like, I mean, they might not even have been open. So what does it matter if they were late on a lunch punch? And that's my question is like, if you're not open, how the hell do I have to work around that? Like, to get yeah, what, what does it even day? matter? Like, oh, well, you better be standing in line Tuesday morning at eight o'clock. Honestly, I hate punch clocks. Yeah. I hate them. I, I've talked about this job before. I got a job from my uncle and it was the worst job I ever had in my entire life. Like, I prayed that my tire would explode <laughs> on my way in. What was it? It was working in like a shipping dock. Mm. Okay, mm. and like I had to scan things and put them in a box, and it was hell on earth. And I remember one day, I, I was supposed like the end of the day was in like nine minutes, and I had, had all my stuff done, and I just went over and stood by the clock. And the boss who hated me, <laughs> yeah, was just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Waiting a clock out." He's like, "Your day's not over." I, I just turned. I was like, 
fire me. I was like, just for the love of God, just, just do it. Do it. Just get me out of here. And, and did he? No, because they were, everyone thought I was a narc because my uncle was like the vice president of the company. So yeah. they were afraid if they would fire you or do anything bad to you then. Right. And I sucked <laughs> at it because I hated the job. Yeah. It was my uncle told me I had to shave my beard because of it. And that was like one of the, one of the few times in my life I shaved my beard. What? And I was all fat. I hated my, I hated well, to shave summer. your beards. I think it, it was like a practical too many joke oh. by my uncle. Huh. Damn that Uncle Todd. Anyway, <laughs> and you're just realizing it now. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. So we I got to deal with some <laughs> internal stuff over here. Turned into a little bit of woods. Uh, Something un- definitely got stirred yeah, up wow. on that one so right So you then. believe, getting back to it, you believe yeah. that this, this texter is in the right. Like, they're, they're getting, she's getting screwed. Some of the things we talk about when you get into situations like this with your employer, is this a job or is it a career? And if it's your career, it kind of sounds like this is a crappy employer to work for. Yeah. What do you do, though? Like, all right, let's say you are getting screwed. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. Is there a place that you go and say, hey, my work is stealing from me outside of a lawyer? You know you, I mean? uh, you can always go to the state. Generally, without legal representation, we'll always hear a, like a case. If it comes to wage theft or if there's like unsafe work practices or if you're being discriminated against, if they don't do anything to hear your claim and there's nothing that they can provide to say why they took it from you, you go to the state. They can't retaliate against you. And think about that. Then you would kind of have carte blanche for like a couple of months to Heck be yeah. late. Yeah, do whatever yeah, you want. no, 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 no. Awesome. That that doesn't fly. You can't <laughs> oh, be late. Retaliate against me, will you? Yeah. Send in your corporate overlord. <laughs> if you're breaking, you know coming. If you're breaking policy, that is different. All right. I think we actually helped a little bit here. I think we did. Yeah. We took some twists and turns, but we yeah. got there. Hey, Wood, if you want to talk about the beard thing, you know, <laughs> I'll be... You'd love that, wouldn't you? Know? you? <laughs> He's more than just an HR guy. <laughs> yeah, He's right. an open ear. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Zenzen. We appreciate it. And we'll do it again next week when we are joined by our human resources guy for the HR Files. Kelly and Wood. All right. It's time to play the brain drain. I believe we have Alyssa on the phone with us right now. Who's ready to play? Alyssa, what are you up to this morning? Oh, just on my way to work. Okay. Ready to go in and quit? <laughs> What's that? You ready to go quit? Tell them you, hey, I won money with Kelly and Wood this morning. I don't need this job anymore. Adios, suckers. <laughs> I am flush with cash. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> How awesome would that be if $400 could leave it so you could quit your job? Count me in. That would be awesome. All right, here we go. You are 10 questions away from the jackpot, okay? You're going to have 60 okay. seconds to answer these questions. I will start the timer when Wood finishes reading the first question, okay? Okay. Now, here's the deal, Alyssa. You can pass as many times as you want because if you get one wrong, you're done. But, of course, that timer then becomes an issue, okay? Okay. Alyssa, are you ready to win money? I'm ready. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. Alyssa, let's get you hooked up with $449 in the brain drain. Let's go. Who is the female judge on American Idol currently? Katy Perry. Who is the current Attorney General of the United States? Yeah. Which automaker started the five-day, 40-hour work week? Yeah. How many points is a field goal in football? Three. Who played William Wallace in the 1995 film Braveheart? Yeah. What is the capital city of Florida? Tallahassee. A podiatrist is a doctor that specializes in what? LeVar Burton was known for what storybook-based children's show? Yeah. 
What 90s group, girls group, was known for the song Shoop? Salt and Pepper. Who won an Oscar for Best Actor in the movie Scent of a Woman? Cat. What do you call an animal that eats both meat and plants? Omnivore. That was a minute right there. Uh, let's go back through these here. Who won the Oscar for the best actor in the movie Scent of a Woman? Would that be Al Pacino? Yes. All right. LeVar Burton was known for what storybook-based children's show? Take a look. It's in a book, Reading Rainbow. That's right. We'd take just Reading Rainbow, too. Uh, who played William Wallace in the 1995 film Braveheart? Uh, Mel Gibson? Yeah, man. Which automaker started the five-day, 40-hour work week? Henry Ford. Yes. And who is the current Attorney General of the United States? Pass. Yeah, I'd pass on that one too. <laughs> Merrick Garland. Oh, so, okay. unfortunately, Alyssa, you didn't take home the cash. The good news is you could be winning $1,000 come Friday, okay? All right, I guess I have to go to work. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Oh, I love it. We'll help them find it. Oh, it's yeah. Connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood has scoured the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but couldn't quite do it. Oh, my. So we use 100,000 watts of radio power to see if we can thrust these two back together. Hey, I hate this guy. I'm just going to say that right here, right? I'm having a hard time finding you male for female. Here we go. You and I were both at coffee shop name here. I'm leaving that out, right? On Friday. We were obviously both interested in one another. Oh, yeah. I overheard you telling your friend that you have been striking out on dating lately. All the apps, Tinder, Bumble, etc. And that you are in quite a dry spell. Mm. It took everything in my power not to come up and court you right there. How does that work? Milady. <laughs> I also... Tried finding you on social media. Going off the name that they called when your order was called. Oh, But obviously, God. I've not been successful. This guy has definitely stalked someone before. I can't put Tinder on my phone because my wife checks my phone every now and then. Oh, yeah. Front of the line for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I could tell that you thought I was worth looking at. So I think you are more than willing to have a little fun on the side. Boy, he made a lot of assumptions. Right? Send me a picture here. And even if this is not you, and you're open to having a little... I'm going to slap and tickle. <laughs> send me some pictures. I'm willing to send pictures back to those that I find attractive. Oh, well. Uh, this dude sucks. <laughs> that guy does suck. Why would you put all that out there like that? I, it's the internet, man. This reminds me of an endorsement I did a long time ago in radio. Excuse me, sir. I'm gonna tell. No, I'm gonna tell you about it. It was called "It's Just Lunch." Does that still exist? Just I don't even, lunch. Oh, it was like a dating site that I don't even think apps existed. This has been like this is before I even met my wife. It had been like 2004 or five. My. And it was called "It's Just Lunch." And it turns out it just ended up being a site for like married people to hook up. Oh, it was like that Ashley Madison Kind website? of, yeah. yeah. People were just using it to hook up with other married people. I was like, well, I'm like 25. Gross. Like, yeah. Hopefully and you I, were a spokesman, huh? Hopefully it's not around anymore. Allegedly, that's what people were using it for. That gets me out of any trouble. Well, yeah, maybe it's, that's not what they're using it for anymore. Right. I'm sure they got all that figured out. Man. But that was, yeah, it was all kinds of stuff like this. People like this would have had a field day on that. Ew. Oh, shoot. It looks like that site is still in business. Oh, dang it. Yeah. 
Am I liable for anything by saying that? I don't think so. I mean, you're no longer a spokesman, right? I'm not. Wow. And I think they do great work over there. There you go. They they were amazing people. Awesome to work with. Ah, uh, sure. All right, Wood. Well, you did all you could do to see if this couple could make a love connection. Oh, my. Which I hope they don't. No. I hope they don't. This dude sucks. Dude, I hope check- his wife finds out. Yeah, check out itsjustlunch.com, dude. All right, Wood. We're moving on. Never to be spoken of again. Ugh. And may, I know, I guarantee, even if you don't know if you found love for this couple, you'll have another one for us next week. I will. And you'll see if you can't make it happen then when you, we use 100,000 watts of radio power to push a couple together and a little something called Missed Connection. Kelly and Wood. We got win the intern's lunch on the way next with our new intern, Allison. Now, Allison, you are a youngster, correct? Correct. All right, how old are you? By the way, congratulations, you just had a birthday. Yes, oh, Friday. Right. And are you 20? 20? 20. 20. <laughs> there right. you go. <laughs> and you do not have any children, correct? Nope. All right. Nothing that you know about. Now, I, <laughs> do you know how babies work? I'll explain that in the break here. <laughs> Let's focus here. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, since Kelly and I are both parents, we're going to ask you some parenting questions and see how well you do with those. Okay. Now, have okay. you ever babysat? Yes. Okay. I'm a nanny. Do you have a good relationship with your parents? Yes. Okay. That may be helpful. That may prove to be helpful yes. in this. So you we'll are see. a nanny here, huh? Yeah. I nanny in the summer. Oh, so good for you. That's yeah. awesome. So you may actually knock some of these. You may do better than Kelly and I. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, well, definitely Kelly because he doesn't know where they come from. But that's oh, good. I don't need to know where they come from. All right. Just let's go. Let's <laughs> get right. a caller. Come on. Here we go. It's time to play Win the Interns Lunch. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. We're going to ask Allison some parenting questions. You just have to guess if she get the answers right or wrong. All right. It's time to play Win the Interns Lunch with our young intern, Allison. I believe we have Stacy on the phone who is ready to play. Stacy, what are you up to this morning? I am bringing my daughter, Callie, to school right now. Okay. Hey, would you like to take her to lunch instead? Um, yes. All right. Well, how this works is we asked our intern, uh, Allison, some questions about parenting and recorded her responses. We're going to give you those questions. You just have to guess will she get the answers right or wrong, okay? Okay. All right. Now, first question up was, on average, how many hours does a newborn baby sleep a day? Will Allison get that right or wrong? I'm going to go with wrong. All right. Let's see what she said. On average, how many hours a day does a newborn baby sleep? Sleep? I learned this in babysitting school. Mm. So I think 12 to 13. 12 or 13. So close. My notes oh. have it at 14 okay. to 17. Okay. I was going to say 16, right in the sweet spot. That would have that would have counted. They Dang do sleep it. a lot. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> We're not sleeping here. All right. <laughs> Stacy, you're one for one. You got to get two out of three here, okay? Okay. All right. The second question I asked young Allison, at what age is a child no longer considered newborn, but a toddler? Will she get that right or wrong? I'm going to say she's going to get that correct. Okay. So, all right. Let's see what she said on this one. At what age is a child no longer considered a newborn, but a toddler? Oh, man. They didn't teach you that one in babysitting school. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you dumping on babysitting school? How dare you? Like two and a half or three? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I would say 18 months. 
I would have I would have gone like two years old, but it's actually one year old. Oh, oh, okay. That's when they go to a toddler. That's news oh. to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never realized. I never knew that. I guess. Did you know that, Stacy? <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You're still in it, though. All Three right? strikes for all of us. All right. But yeah, you got the first one right. So if you get this last one right, you win Allison's lunch. The final question okay. we asked young intern Allison here. Babies are born without this in their legs. Will she know that? Yes or no? No. <laughs> you don't think so? All right. Here we go for all the marbles. All right, this one's interesting. Babies are born without this in their legs. Oh, I know this one. Bones? <laughs> <laughs> no, they got bones. I'm to get that money back from babysitting school. <laughs> uh, no, Kelly, you say you know this. I know this one. Are you ready, Allison? You, you might learn something, kid. I'm, I am. I'm ready. They're born without kneecaps. That's oh, true. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they got no kneecaps when they're born. Pretty gross. Ew. Right. I did it. Maybe it's just me about that a while back. So thanks for listening. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't here that day. I think maybe it <laughs> doesn't matter, Stacy. Your ability to guess whether or not Allison would get that right or wrong has hooked you up with lunch today. Excellent. Thank you so much. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Now, this happened over in China where a guy in his name, and I don't want to be sound disrespectful. I'll just say his last name is Chang, okay? Okay. Because that one I can easily read. Anyway, he's out. He's a food delivery guy in his spare time, and he does it on his e-bike. So he rides all around his town delivering food to people, and other other days crossing a bridge, and he noticed something in the water that shouldn't be there. Well, Mm -hmm. that thing that was in the water that shouldn't be there was a human being. It was a woman, a 31-year-old woman who had fallen off the bridge and into the water and couldn't swim. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me tell you this, Wood. This bridge is a 40-foot drop. Four stories. That's like jumping off the top of a four-story building. So you can imagine how scary that was for her to fall that far. And even Chang said, I didn't necessarily want to jump in from 40 feet up out of the water. But he said, my instincts took over, so I instantly did. I crawled over the bridge. People thought that he was committing suicide. Like onlookers were stopping, telling him, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And he would say, no, there's a woman down there drowning. That's why I'm doing this. That woman in the water was like, yeah, Yeah. let him, please. I don't think 40 feet would actually kill you anyway if you jumped off of it. No. Maybe if you didn't jump jump off or something. But either way, so Chang does it. He jumps into the water, grabs the 31-year-old woman, and swims her over to safety. Now, when he got to the shore... First responders were standing there thanking the man for doing this and saying, you know, you really shouldn't have done that. Like, thank you for saving this woman's life. But we could have been out there trying to rescue two victims. And Cheng said, when I saw somebody struggling to swim in the water, it's as if I had an out-of-body experience and knew that I had to get down there to help her. So he did it. And there's video of it. But again, it's just the sound of water. Ah! (laughs) It's not even that good. But you see him jump. I mean, it's a good, you know, like one, two, three, four second fall. Like Mm -hmm. it takes him a while to hit the water. But he does it, man. He hit the water and swam her to safety. And that's like the second... Because you had a story a couple days ago about someone jumping off something to go save someone, too. I mean, it's... Here's... You know what he did? You know what he did when he got to the shore and they got all his information? Hopped on his e-bike and finished his deliveries. Yeah. You know, he pulled up to that. It's like, where in the hell have you been? Yeah. No tip for you, sir. Yeah. This Thanks. Kung Pao's cold. <laughs> He's just soaked, covered in seaweed. <laughs> Would you believe? No, I wouldn't believe.
Get out of here. <laughs> this dude's a hero, though, Wood, and I will not take that from him. Hey, and sometimes we got to go across the globe for it, and that's okay. Yeah, the, the jump in the 40 feet, that is a jump, man. You bet. That that took definitely some convincing on his part. So good on you, Chang, for being the kind of person that we should all be in that situation. We need more people like it. And we'll do these kind of stories every single day, Wood. We've got to do it. Come on. We're going to be a beacon of light in the darkness. Whether you like it or not, all thanks to Audio Video Extremes, this was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. You ever heard of one of those, Wood? No clue. They either call it a Vermont window or a witch window. And it's a window, if you go to Vermont, a lot of houses have them there. It's on the second story, and it's a window that sits at a 45-degree angle, usually in like the gable of the house. Now, the, the the folklore around this window is people back in the day, because this is in all the older houses out there, okay. believe that witches could not fly through a window that was at 45 degrees. So a lot of the older houses have a window that is sitting at 45 degrees because then the witches can't fly into your home. Hence, the witch's window. Couldn't they get in any other window? I don't know. Maybe this was just maybe maybe as who knows what they thought back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. I mean, they believed in witches, so who knows what was going on there? Yeah, like that whole area, like the Salem witch trials and all right. that. They also some people say that they also used to call this a coffin window because this is a way for them to get the coffin out of the second story because a lot of homes back in the day had really narrow staircases, so you couldn't get a coffin down the steps. So they would put a window like this upstairs where you could easily get a coffin out sideways. Papa, you're not doing well. Come downstairs. <laughs> I can't have you dying up here. Do us a favor. Just come to the living room. <laughs> Either way, they call it a witch's window. And I just thought it was interesting because I was scrolling through YouTube last night as I was drifting off to sleep. And I was like, what the hell is a witch's window? You know, you, sometimes random videos like that pop up. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. They have them in Vermont. Or it's called a Vermont window. And some newer homes is a tip of the hat to nostalgia. will still put in a witch's window at 45 degrees. I'm looking at them. It looks stupid. It does look stupid. It looks like somebody screwed up, right? Right. It doesn't look like something that he's like, oh, you know, it's like quaint. It almost looks like it's stuck under an awning everywhere. Yeah. It looks bad. It looks really bad. Yeah. It just, but hey. We don't live in Vermont, sir, so we don't got to worry about it. No, I don't. But that is a, uh, that's a weird thing, man. And how do you clean it? Like you got to get up in the attic or wherever the hell that well, thing same is. Well, you clean any other window, man. A little yeah. elbow grease. But at least I can usually get to other windows. These little, things are looking to just stuck anywhere. A little hard work and stick to Either way, now you know what a witch's window is. This is a quick one today, but I found it super interesting, and I had never heard of it before. Well, we're getting to that time of year, too, where you have the... Do you have any sort of superstitions in your house? I don't think so. I mean, my wife is Hispanic, so yes. It just comes with the territory. What's like the big one they have? A big one they have is Ojo. And Ojo is like evil eye. Mm-hmm. So they think that like, say say you have your baby in a stroller or something, and if somebody looks at your baby and admires them you're, and, and doesn't touch their face, the baby's probably going to get sick. And do you know how you cure Ojo? By touching their face? Nope. You take a raw egg, you wave it over the baby, and then you crack it in a glass of water. And then drink it? Nope. The, the, the egg absorbs the Ojo. And then like, throw the egg away? Dump it all out. The Ojo has been cured, sir. So windows. Top, huh? top that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. that Because I don't want people touching my baby. 
Right. You know. But but this is like this is an old superstition that they have. Walking around licking Cheeto dust off their fingers all the time. They cut touch my baby. I don't think so. And if anybody of of Hispanic descent is listening, you know about Ojo. Really? Oh yeah. My kids had raw eggs waved, waved over them when they were little. No. Yes, they did, dude. I'm not even playing with you. This isn't like some old 1800s thing they used to do. There's people doing this in 2023 in my wife's family. Man. Yeah. I'm a pretty superstitious fella too. Yeah, you ain't buying into the ojo. Wow. If it's either that or touch my baby. Right. Eh. You'll risk the ojo. Guess I'm walking around with what do you do with you at the store? You gotta touch someone like, got, oh, nice baby. Like, damn. Come touch its face. Yeah. yeah. Come <laughs> touch my baby. <laughs> Either way, Wood. I don't know what was more interesting, Oho or the witch's window. Uh, it all kind of goes together. It does. And you know what? I'll have another one for you tomorrow. You might find it interesting. You might not. Guess who doesn't care? This guy. Oh. Because sometimes I know I bring these facts to the show and I'm the only one that finds them interesting. And <laughs> baby, it's just me. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to test. My football knowledge, and it could mean Vikings tickets for you. Now, of course, we want to get you in all thanks to Pepsi to see the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chicago Bears and get you qualified in for the sweet package. We're talking sweet tickets. Get to go down right there on the field. Locker room's right there. There's food. There's drink. It's absolutely the best of the best. And we're probably going to win that game, right? Isn't Chicago doing really bad this year? Chicago's not good. The 49ers are good. Okay. But hey, you know what? I think the Vikings are better than 0 3, but that's just me. All right. Maybe just me. All right. Uh, who do we have on the phone? Tanya, is it? Yes. Tanya, what are you up to right now? I'm working. Okay. All right. Well, Tanya, we're going to see if we can't brighten your day a little bit, okay? Nice. All right, Tanya. We want to get you in to see the Vikings take on the Chicago Bears Monday night football, November 27th. But you got to find out if Kelly Jordan's going to get this question right or wrong. The question today. Let's go. For Kelly. No Kirk Cousins, no Justin Jefferson. Kelly Jordan, can you name two other Minnesota Viking players? Now, will you think on that, Kelly? Tanya, will Kelly Jordan get that question right, or will he get it wrong? He will get it right. All right. All right. No Tanya. Kirk Cousins, no Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. <laughs> All right, come on, Kelly. You've mm. got to know this. Two Minnesota Vikings. Current All players. Right. Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. 2023 team? Yes, they'll okay. get for the current roster. So I can't say like Chris Carter and Igwe Buike? No. Um, who's playing this year? Uh-huh. God dang it. How do I not know this? I, I don't know, dude. I know two Vikings players, and that's it. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to call it because I feel like I'm out here floundering like a fish right now. Not even a guess. I don't even have a guess. Tom Smith. Tom Smith got <laughs> cut in camp. Uh, Tanya. I'm so sorry, Tanya. And not only am I sorry, I am incredibly embarrassed by this one. So am I. Oh! <laughs> Secondhand embarrassment. Well, Tanya, the good news is you are still alive. You can text in the word Pepsi right now to 320-656-9453, and we'll grab one of those texters and get them qualified, okay? All right. Thanks. I'm so sorry, Tanya. Ooh. Literally. And I'm sorry to my <laughs> wife and kids, too. Sorry to the Vikings. Yeah. I'm sorry to all of all the right. Midwest. Yes. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale, and trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Montana. 
Big Sky Trash. Oh, good pull. Ah. I, this may be the first time ever we've gone to Montana. Because there's only like 500,000 residents in the whole state, right? And there's this dude who sucks. <laughs> well, we have, first of all, set the scene. We're in a bar. All right. I like the sound of that already. Now, when you're in a bar, you imagine only people are going to be in said bar, right? Depends. Well, not so much. Not for our friend here. This man, last name of Lewis, brought in what authorities end up calling around a 20-pound Pomeranian. That's not the name of Pomeranian makes, but that's okay. Well, so when he walked in, dog under his arm... Apparently, a couple people started saying, hey, man, this is a bar. Mm -hmm. This place business can't be bringing a dog in here. That's when he said, hey, this is Arlie the second, and you need to mind your business. Give me a cold one. Well, apparently, this argument continued on. People started yelling and screaming at each other, and Lewis became combative. Maybe he just loved his dog that much. Well, that's when he put his dog on the ground, and the dog fell over. Oh, jeez. Yes. Well, as you can imagine, people are like, hey, the second there's in a little bit of trouble. Well, that's when the fists started flying. Wow. Authorities were called to break up said bar fight, and when they arrived, sure enough, Lewis was still standing. Arlie the second wasn't. He's still out on the floor? Well, the authorities are trying to figure everything out. They're separating everyone. They're figuring everything out. One of the officers walks over to the dog and says, hey, What's going on with this dog? The dog began to try to walk, but fell over and struggled to raise himself on his own feet. Lord, he said, hey, buddy, what the hell's the matter with your dog? He said, oh, Arlie, I gave Arlie a to-go cup of vodka before I left oh the house. Oh, my God. I'm surprised a dog would drink that with their sense of smell. Yeah, you knew. Thank you. You think they would be like, hell no, I'm not putting that gasoline in my body. Well, the authorities said, dude... That's messed up and called Animal Services right away. Well, Animal Services showed up and they said, all right, yeah, we've actually got to take this dog straight to the animal hospital where they did, where tests revealed that the dog had a blood alcohol content oh boy. of 0.348. Oh, that poor dog. Yeah. That, by the way, nearly, or I should say, over four times the legal limit for humans. How did that dog survive, man? Yeah. We don't know how alcohol interacts with a canine immune system. You would think, right? Yeah. Well, back to this loser. He was arrested. Not only was he charged for starting a fight in the bar, he was also charged with animal cruelty and, oh, yeah, drug possession. That's because he had a bunch of pills on him at the scene that didn't belong to him. Good news is, Arlie II has recovered and he is now at the Humane Society. One hell of a hangover for that mm. part of that. Lock him up. Lewis sucks. Let me out of here. Boy, I don't have any friends, but I would never turn my dog into a drinking buddy. Yeah. That's just, that's bad parenting right there. Let's give it a score. Please. We're going to start off with bringing the dog into the bar. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. I think it's trashy. Oh, my. I'm going to give it, but a low score, a low trashy score of just 125 points. Unless you're blind. Okay. Show some respect. But we're not we're no. not talking about that. No. We're talking about this particular story. All right, so we have that part of it. Mm -hmm. And then um I guess setting the dog down, he falls over. I don't know. None of that's really trashy. How about giving the dog a to go cup of vodka? 
Well, I was going to get to that, but we can, we, can, no, we can score it now. That's fine. We'll, we'll bump it up in the roster. 200 points for that right there. Um, getting in a fist fight because people don't want you having your dog in a bar. Seems trashy. That's trashy, my friend. And that's going to get you 175 points on the trashy scale right there. On both there. sides. Are you really willing to throw hands yeah. over someone else having a dog? Go somewhere else. Yeah, just move down a stool. <laughs> right. Um, we did the to-go cup of vodka for the dog already. The dog having a point three. what was it? Point three four eight. Oof. We got to give that 348 points. What I never thought we would give a dog points for mm-hmm. having a high blood alcohol level. Thank God we don't times it by seven like years. Right. Oh, we'd be the yeah. highest score in Trash Flash history then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was arrested. That's yep. 75 points right there. I'm guessing he was drunk or we don't know. I didn't say, but he was a pill head. Had the pills with him. Having all kinds of pills on you. That aren't yours. That's, that's trashy. trashy. I'm going to give that 125 points right there. Mm-hmm. What else do we got here, Wood? I think that's it. Well, Wood, it well, doesn't... Wait, I take that back. How about a few points for your dog? You getting your dog so drunk it had to go to the hospital. That's trash. That's super... I mean, anything you do do drunk dog related is going to get you some points. Seems like it. I'll throw another 150 on for that, Thank dude. You. I ain't scared. But you know, Wood, we don't always crack a thousand points, but Hello. when we do, it is an absolute celebration, and that's when we bring in the house band. Here we go. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did I you lost go? it. Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. Did you find it? How is this so offbeat? If it had been for Cat and I, Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. The key is to speed up on the second verse. Uh, look, if you clap at any speed, at some point in time during that song, you will be on beat. Well, Wood, we did it today. We cracked the ever-loving 1,000-point mark. Today, our gentleman with the hammer dog earns himself a whopping 1,198 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the morning, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. We, we tackled the hard issues today, Wood. Well, we talked about your dog. Right. Your sleep. Right. And then I brought a question that has fried my brain. Yeah. And honestly, I still don't know the answer to it. I've been thinking about it at least every three hours since the day you brought it up. <laughs> Hot dog buns. Yeah. You'll, look, you'll understand when we get to it. It's our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track and we tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. We made it to hump day. Mm, I couldn't be happier about that. Not that kind of show. What? Hump day is not. It has nothing to do with what you. Just because exactly your mind. What it is. Just because your mind is in the gutter doesn't mean anything to anybody else. Don't you dare. The rest of us know it's just about getting over that proverbial hump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, man. Right. I was salty this morning, man. Because we get up. No, forty-five minutes before you get up is maybe the worst time to be woken up. Because, I can see that. Because you don't know if it's you should go try and go back to sleep, or is that going to start a new sleep cycle, and then you're just going to be more tired because you tried to get that 45 minutes in. And that's what my dog did this morning. Mm-hmm. Woke me up at 2.15. And I told my wife before I went to bed last night, please make sure Jack goes out so he doesn't wake me up before work tomorrow to let him outside. El heck. And sure enough, shock. And Jack's in a panic, too. Like He knows like he held it way too long. And it's like, get me out now or it's going to be nasty in here. Mm-hmm. So I just hear him crying on the side of the bed. And I'm like, dang it. I said, take this dog out before I went to sleep last night. And, oh. no, and no one followed your, no one's your in, orders. Right. Everyone's just willy nilly on their phones, watching the YouTube and the mm. Netflix. The YouTube. Yes, Papa. And I'm like, you know what, everybody? Nobody cares, do they? Mm. Nobody cares if I get a good night's sleep. 
You know, I'm already sleep deprived, Wood. That's why I got to take naps on the way home. So I, what did you do? I got up and let him out before he peed all over the place. You can't get that smell out of the carpet. I would have toe-blowed my wife and said, hey, <laughs> handle that. Well, here's the thing. My wife has been falling asleep on the couch lately because she's a working woman now. Oh, here we go. Look, trouble, ah, in- trouble in paradise. <laughs> Storm clouds are brewing. And I always tell my wife, the reason why you're... Dude, I, I'm... I'm a, it's the airing of grievances right now. Please. I tell my wife, you are a working woman now. Yes. You have a full day. Like, she's used to working four hours a day. She's not used to an eight-hour day. See. Like, you got to get to bed. You mm. have to get to bed. No. You can't just be staying up, watching your TV shows, your telenovelas. Mm-hmm. You got to get to bed. Bueno. So, at 2 a.m., I get up to let my dog out, and there's my wife sleeping on the couch. Now, she still has four hours of sleep ahead of her, so she don't care. Must be nice. That's all I get is about four hours. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry. I don't, mean to, I don't mean to complain. I don't mean to be salty. So what did you do? Did I you let- tiptoe by her? No. Ah, there you I go. I was like, oh. Hey. Take <laughs> it easy. I did say to her when she woke up and came to bed, I was like, why am I waking up to let the dog out? Oh, yeah. But she's a di- my wife is a deep sleeper, man. And I'm not even lying to you, dude. My wife... The other day, came to bed. I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there was none of that. I've never <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never seen someone lay down and fall asleep quicker than this. And, dude, I, I think she fell asleep on the, like, in the route to lay down. In the air? Like, I think she fell asleep before her, she even hit the mattress. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Hmm. Like, like, she came and laid down. I thought, okay, you know, I'm hey. awake. You're awake. <laughs> Kids aren't awake yet. <laughs> And before I could even like formulate a, a, a game plan of how I was going to execute this, she was already asleep. I don't think it's good. And someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's good to fall asleep outside of your bed. It's not. I don't think that's good. Because A, like we've all fallen asleep in a chair or something. You wake up and your neck hurts. Right. And then you get rousted about. But I don't think you're getting quality sleep. You're not getting your sleep cycles in. I, uh, whatever that is. That just seems like it's made up. You went to a, didn't you go to a class for sleep? Yeah. Did you pay attention at all? B. Holla at you, boy. Thank you very much. I think so. But either way. You've got to lock your dog up, dude. Lock him up where? Do you not have a cage for your dog? No, he's old as hell. Oh, wow. I'm not going to put him in a cage. That dog is is paid his debt to society. So if you leave the house, the dog just has... Pure, he, pure run of your house. He, do, he just he hides under the bed all the time. He oh. he he's old, dude. Our dog I is chip like chip off the old block. <laughs> hide under the bed. I hide in the closet like, like a it? real man. What is it? Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> no, he's my dog is like twelve or thirteen years old. I'm not hundred percent sure how old he is. He's paid. He's he's paid his dues. Okay, he's, he's not running around the house tearing things up, chewing on things. He's old. He just wants to lay there and sleep. Now I will say this. When I when my wife was like, I want to get a dog, I'm like, there's no way we're getting a dog. Of course, we got a dog. Right. But I said, I am not letting that dog out. I have never let the dog out. But would you let him pee and poop in the house? If you no, had it goes to, in the cage. If you had to choose, say he was say he was roaming around, and would you and would you let him out? Would you get up and let him out, or would you let him poop and pee in the house? I mean, I would rather that, yes, but we've never gotten to that point. See? Why? Because I keep an iron fist in my house. But my dog sleeps all day now, and before I went to bed last night, I was like, Jack, come on, go outside. And he just, huh? Like, this is what I picture he's thinking in his head. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like, he doesn't even raise his head up out of his bed. Oh, you gotta get him up. He just, he opens like one eye and looks at it. He's old, dude! How many times I gotta tell you, old man? Get up! I respect my elders. Mm-hmm. 
In dog goes, years, what? If he is 13, he's what like is 80. That? Uh, uh, so what, that's like 84? No, I'd be like 91. If he's 13, that'd be 91. Yeah, if he's 12, yeah, 84. Yeah. So he, he's, that's why I give him the respect he deserves. And so, in, what do they say about a dog? A dog is only a portion of your life, but you're their entire life. Oh. You ever heard that before? No. So that's why I'm like, all right, this, this poor old man. Needs to go out to pee. Okay, so I'll let him outside. I got, I have got dogs everywhere in my life now. This is how it happens, man. It's a slippery yep. slope. I, I've said when Jack goes to the Rainbow Bridge, I don't want another dog for a little while. Like, can we just see what it's like to not have hair on everything all the time? Can we see what it's like to not have his urine destroying our backyard? Can we just see what it's like? No, we'll, it, we'll have a dog before that. Before we even get his ashes back. I'll be real with you. I'm staring down the barrel of getting three dogs. What the hell is wrong with you now? I, 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 I'm, I'm probably going to have to take my parents' dogs. They got two of them. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to take them. I, I'm telling you, man. It's, I, I've, you're I, infecting my life now. Yeah. What happened to me? I would like to take one off your hands, but I'll be damned. Nah, just squeeze one in there. <laughs> this is your new Jacques. Uh-huh. Holy cow, we haven't even done and You know what? Our consultant is probably listening again because he's staying in a hotel right down the street. Yes. And he's an early riser. Yeah. That dude is healthy. That we can do. So I'm sorry about that, Jeff, but mm. now you know all about my dog. Uh, we can hit the James Brown, then we literally got to get like get moving on this morning. Here. I think we should. Are you ready? Come on. Thank God, I thought you were going to say, what get in me? <laughs> you start off with hump day? We're not that kind of show. No, not at all. I don't know why you're working so blue lately. I don't know what's going on Locking with you. Get up. And I'm always, you know, it's funny. I'm always afraid to bring up anything on the air that's like negative about dogs because mm-hmm. a lot of people, that's, that's their children. They love their dogs. You know what I'm saying? And I do love my dog mm-hmm. as I would love a parent because he's such an old man now. I'm not going to lie to you. Honor thy father and thy mother, I believe is what we were told. If my kid woke me up at 2.15, they're catching a hot one. I don't care who you are. Don't, don't wake up, Dad. My daughter did that the other day. She had an energy drink without telling us. She was at some band thing, and they had like the same thing that I drink here, the Mio Energies. Mm-hmm. Somebody had one, and she drank one at like 7 o'clock at night and then couldn't sleep. Well, yeah. And I'm like, you're 14. This is on you. Like, I, I'm not doing nothing for you here. You leave for work, sit down there on the couch. What's up? <laughs> How you been? Reshingle the roof. <laughs> I figured it out, Dad. Yes. I figured out how we can get out of debt. I can time travel. What? My God. Either way. So, yes, sleep is sleep is just not something that I can obtain in my house very easily. Mm. I got the kids, the dog, my wife. Get it together. I, I wish I had my own bedroom so bad. Do it. I, I, I Don't you like, have like three rooms in your house that aren't used? In my palatial estate? Mm-hmm. No, that was back when my two kids were taking up three bedrooms. Right. But now we have a spare room, and I'm like, I wish I could just go sleep in there, just all by my lonesome. Do it. Just, you know. Spread your wings, man. As Donut, Mark, the Donut guy texts in and says, Kelly, is this your house or not? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. Yes, I pay for it, mm-hmm. but that's the extent of it. You have no say. Right. That's the extent is I they make I I make sure to keep a roof over everyone's head. They make sure to make my life as difficult and as challenging as possible. If your wife is sleeping on the couch, you kind of do have your own room. But then no, because then she comes in, falls asleep within ten seconds of laying down, and snores like like insane. Ah, that'll get you. Yeah, it sounds like you're a light sleeper. I am. Let, let's move on. I'm boring the hell out of. It. I'm gonna put everyone to sleep with these stupid stories I'm telling right now. Well, I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who texted in yesterday. You're welcome. When I was talking about, well, you were sitting right across from me. Mm-hmm. No need to text. But when I was talking about my son getting bullied at school, a lot of people who work in the school system were like, "Do this, this, and this." Administrators even reached out. Yeah, and so we did that yesterday. We reached out to his teachers, and they said, "You know, we'll make sure that there's no blowback. That he's not because that's what I always worry." 
worry about it because my son gets bullied a lot at school and and it turned into racial slurs the other day which i was just shocked i was even having to deal with Mm -hmm. but my son is pretty dark and you know so easy target on that kind of stuff so either way i I just want to thank everybody that meant a lot that you would take the time to text in and that you know it kind of gave me the courage to be like okay i can reach out to the school and my son isn't going to get more bullied because now his dad is stepping in to help him out. A whistleblower act almost type thing. Right. So, and he said he had a better day, you know, Good. That yesterday than the day before. So, and I know, it, look, everybody's kid goes through this. I shouldn't be taking up airtime with my child, but. Why not? It's your life. But I'm just saying, maybe everybody kind of knows, like, if your kid is getting bullied at school, one, you are not alone. They are not alone. And it really, like, teachers know how to deal with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and we don't as well as they do. And and they and the teacher emailed back yesterday was like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm so sorry that I missed it. I will absolutely not tolerate this in my class. Well, and it's so like you know, and I, and I feel bad sometimes. You know, like I'm sorry I missed it. Well, you can't be everywhere and, at and, all times. And I emailed her back, and I was like, by no means do yeah. I think that this was something. I, I was like, you got. I think there's like 30 kids in this class. That's a lot for one person to be t- t- keeping track of. And honestly, I think that's like the norm now. Right. And so I just, I, I the last thing. I I wanted, it was for the teacher to think that that I was like, hey, why didn't you take care of this? I was like, hey, I just want to bring this to your attention. This mm-hmm. is happening. And she was like, yeah, those boys do cause a lot of trouble. The ones that he was talking about. So it, it was just I was it felt good to, to at least tell my son, like, hey, we got your back. We're trying to help you out here as best we can. Good. So thank you to everybody. I just wanted to start the show with that this morning. By the way, here's a roll of quarters. Hold it in your hand That's if you right. got to start throwing hands. Ka-doosh. Man, I wish I could teach my son how to throw a proper punch. No, I I don't know how to throw. I've ne- I, dude, my punches that I used to throw would be like sideways, closed fisted. Oh no! Why do you think I never won a fight, dude? Yeah. I'm zero seven for fights in my life. I can show you after the show. I'll never forget the worst punch I ever took. I was taking off my backpack in preparation of the fight, mm. and man, this dude punched me right in my braces mouth. Mm. I literally had to peel my lips off of my braces. Yeah. That was some bad canker sores. You know what I did? I went and put salt on my lip right away. I was like, maybe this will prevent any canker sores from coming. I'm not going to lie to you. The fact that you went to take off your backpack just tells me everything I need to know. I was like, we're about to get into this, man. You know, I was talking all kinds of smack. And the fact that I know you did the two-handed backpack shrug, too. Oh, absolutely. I'm taking off both at the same time. So, in other words, you pushed your face forward. Yeah, and and pinned my own arms behind my back, giving him a wide-open target. You should have had, like, I'm with a stupid t-shirt with the arrow going up. And I still remember his name was Carlos Sanchez, Mm -hmm. the kid who punched me in the face. I was stealing money that day for Carlos. (laughs) Well, what do you want me to do? And he won. He won. He saw his opportunity. I don't even look at it as a sucker punch, Mm -mm. because I was certainly running my mouth talking all this and that whack your arms all stuck in your jacket i was like hey <laughs> i wasn't ready i wouldn't say go <laughs> uh, either way all right i digress mm-hmm. thank you everyone i need to bring something up here let me clear my mess off the table and like i've got a lot of things going on in my life but there has been a something that has been on my mind for a solid week. I okay. brought this up. You and I were eating lunch together at this conference we had to go to earlier this week, and I brought it up. Yes. And I got blank stares. It I, is. It I, has been in the back, the recesses of my mind. Can I tell you why you got blank stares? You made everyone's brain lock up. I, it was too much information to process at once, and everyone, like an old computer, just shut down. I have a question out there. And if you work in a bakery, for the love of God, please. There's one right down the street. Help me out. When you go and you get your hot dog buns, right? And I'm talking about the pre-sliced hot dog buns. Like the ones at the grocery store brand, not the ones from the bakery. 
When you pull those out, right? Yeah. What happens? You pull out and there's four, mm-hmm. right? There's two stacks of four. Yes. You pull it out and what do you have to do? Pull it off the other one. You have to separate them. Yes. This is my question. I'm listening. How do they cut the buns if they're connected to each other? And they're perfectly cut. It's not like it just shoots a knife in the middle and I just got like a hole and I have to like jam the hot dog in there like an eclair. No. It's cut all the way to the end. How can it do that without cutting into the next bun? It's witchcraft. I've been thinking about this, Wood, since you brought it up. Thank you. I have a lot of windshield time in my life, and this has occupied my brain. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's some sort of, like, if I stick my four fingers out like this. Yes. But imagine they're straight, right? Mm-hmm. And they zzzt, Like, maybe they, maybe they go into the bun like that from the top to the bottom as opposed to through the front side. Would that make any sense? But it's not top to the bottom. Because then no, the, I'm when saying, you okay. got the bun out, it would be cut on the top. It's no, cut I'm not, from the side. I mean, if you were to take these buns and flip them up, upright sideways, mm-hmm. then, then the top becomes... Right. And then you zzzz. But then the knife would go through every single one. Not if it's, not if it's calculated properly. If it's no cal- If it's calibrated. Look, dude, I'm not saying I know. But that was the one theory that I came up with as I as you locked my brain up with this question. This 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 happened to me over the weekend as I was like pulling them apart. It just kind of hit me and I could not. My kids were, hey, can we eat? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I, I would love to help you. I can't figure this out. I would and like I had to sit down in my kitchen because every bit of my brain power was used on trying to figure this out. And finally, I gave up and I've asked people, people have orbited into my life and i've asked them how do these buns get cut yeah. no one has an answer country hearth is right down the street i bet we could ask them i almost want to like take can, a tour can i ask you uh, with all due respect mm-hmm. when you had this thought mm-hmm. had it i can confirm nor deny this okay just want to get that on the table for anyone who's listening like who thinks like that it is stuck with me i can't figure it out and it's one of those things that we just go through and we just accept I have no idea how this happens. Chrissy says, a horizontal blade that goes in and out to cut each one. How, though? Horizontally. So is it done after it's baked? Because maybe, it's not cutting into the next bun. It never cuts into the next bun. Maybe it go, Maybe it's... Dude, it's maybe so precise that it just... Zoom, 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 and it cuts them, like, lengthwise mm-hmm. from top to bottom. I no. don't buy that. I don't buy that because it, it never not, cuts into the next one and it's never like, have you ever pulled out a hot dog bun that's not all the way cut through? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're out of your mind. Well, I buy the finest hot dog buns, though. <laughs> you spend the good money on the yeah, hot dog yeah. buns? Look, you know what? If I'm already eating hot dogs, I might as well at least have a decent bun. Ready for another hot bun take here? Hot cross buns? I find the cheaper the bun, the better the bun. As long as it's oh, I soft. Disagree. I disagree. I don't like these buns that have like, you know, the poppy seeds and stuff on them and no, the, but there the ain't dried no- onion. There ain't nothing better than a fresh cooked bun from the bakery, though. I mean, okay. Especially if you're going bratwurst. But that's fresh. That, that, that takes it out. I'm talking if you're going to the store and you're, it's a Tuesday and you're buying it okay. for the cookout on a Friday. Yeah. The cheaper the bun, the better in my, my mind. You know what I did the other day? Because I was trying to make something just a little different for my son. He likes hot dogs as well. Mm-hmm. I bought a French baguette. Or not a baguette. A piece of French bread. Sliced okay. it up into like hot dog bun sizes and put the hot dogs, two hot dogs sliced open inside of French bread. Can I tell you something? When that's I was a, a genius little kid, idea. When I was a little kid, it blew my mind that we, as a house, 
didn't have more French bread because every cartoon I watched... Like it was just around. Every time there was somebody with a bag of groceries, there's a French baguette sticking yeah. it at the top. And I thought to myself... Well, my mom and dad must not really be doing well because we don't have any baguettes laying around. <laughs> if my mom would bring home French bread, it was gone within 15 minutes. We would zoom, 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 slice it up, butter it up. It was, we were so hungry all the time. You know? mm-hmm. If we ever saw food coming into the house, we got super excited. It was like a zombie apocalypse attack. Two things that never lasted, French bread and grapes. If grapes came into the house, they were gone within 30 minutes. We, were, we, we needed vitamins, too. That was the other problem. I like grapes. Well, who and, doesn't? Have you tried the cotton candy grapes? I, I don't like... It messes with my mind. I don't like them playing God with my grapes. Uh, Brittany texts in, I have a hot dog bun theory. Finally, you've come to the right spot. It's cut, then finished baking to maintain freshness. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. That's that's put the cart before the horse. Wouldn't that be harder? I feel like it would just bake together then. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong, Brittany. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, poor Brittany just thought she was ahead of safe space. Okay, fine. Brittany, you're probably right. Are we going to lie to her? Jason, a hot dog bun is a slice of bread. Congratulations for growing up in (laughs) Kelly's house, Jason. Congrats. (laughs) No, growing up in my house would be a hot dog bun is an entire meal. Chrissy says, no, it is done after it's baked. Okay, fine. I, I, I still don't think I've gotten a solid answer, and yeah. I still don't know if I can put this question to bed, but... When we get done with this, I'm going to watch a YouTube video. Max, and, the ice kid, has sent in a video to watch. I don't want to watch it. Because you I'm want f- the mystery to stay alive. Well, that... And I I like believing it's witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> There's just somebody in the back using magical powers for <laughs> this. Uh, well, should we do some history, man? Come on. Everybody's favorite part. <laughs> It was on this day all the way back in 1998. Chances are you've heard of Google search before. It's the world's most popular search engine. Google started on this day back in 1998. And you remember, Yahoo was the original search engine. Web and that crawler. got knocked out, but yeah. Web crawler was the first one I ever used. And that would have been like 96, maybe. Ask Jeeves hung around there for a minute. That one never lasted, though, did it? Uh, it's it almost... To elitist, I think. Yeah, right. Like I don't want to see. But I want to ask this butler to go look for something for me. But just think about that. Google turned in just looking for things on the internet into like a quadrillion dollar business. Isn't that wild? I remember I was in this very building the first time I used Google, Mm -hmm. and they were like, "Well, if you need sound effects for the show, just Google them." And I was like, "Huh? This would have been like this would have been like ninety nine. Yeah, just crazy to think. Think how far technology has come just in that twenty years." Of, oh, I guess I can get off this to literally having everything at our fingertips. Oh, it's made us dumb as hell. I think so. Uh, you don't need to think. I know. Look at the, what we just talked about for eight minutes. Thank you very much. Um, on this day in 2004. Here he is. Conan O'Brien. It was announced that Conan O'Brien would take over for the Jay Leno Tonight Show. Uh, that would start in 2009. So for five years, he was thinking about that. Then, of course, he did take over, and that lasted about nine months, and then he was gone. Yeah, he, he got the shaft, man. His podcast is phenomenal. He's funny. Like, because he has a lot of comedians on there. Like, he had Jeffrey Ross on an episode the other day, you know, the guy who does a lot of the celebrity roasts. Yeah. Dude, I was laughing out loud hysterically listening to this on the way home. If you if you need a new podcast to listen to, the, Jay, uh, uh, Conan O'Brien's is phenomenal. Uh, Killian would have one as well. Right. But if you want to laugh, yeah. l- then listen to Conan O'Brien's. Hey. It was on this day in 2011. Dr. Murray pointed to the IV bag and asked that it too be put away. Inside that bag was a bottle dripping a milky white liquid. 
with the appearance of propofol. Michael Jackson's attorney, Dr. Conrad Murray, took the stands. The jury was shown a picture of Michael Jackson's dead body, and it shocked everyone to see, and he was later found guilty. Yeesh. I don't know if that was necessary. Yeah. What is it? I think just pretty much telling everybody, here's what happened. That body had to look like that little Mexican alien that they rolled out there last week. I feel like it probably looked much as it did alive. Yeah. Frail and pale. And this is... This is the price of fame, right? Like, everybody wants to be famous, but then they surround themselves with yes men. Nobody who's like, hey, Michael, maybe we need to go get you some treatment for being addicted to drugs. Yeah. No, instead, we're going to wheel in a guy who's probably popping open a Samsonite suitcase <laughs> full of drugs and pumping them full of it. It's like Dr. Nick with uh, Elvis. Yeah. Just drugs whenever he wanted them. And Elvis thought it was okay. Like, this guy's a doctor. Of course, this is fine. That's a, it's, 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 it's sad yeah. what happened to those guys. Uh, and celebrating some birthdays today. Let's turn it happy, shall Come we? Come on. Celebrating a birthday today. Oh, man, these songs remind me of some good times. Avril Lavigne, it's her birthday today. Or is it? Of course, big conspiracy theory surrounding Avril Lavigne, if you don't know. If you don't know, they believe that like during her peak, she passed away. It was like after the death of her grandma or something. Right, that maybe she unalived herself. But honestly, if you look, there's actually some pretty compelling stuff because it's the ear, right? Right. Yeah, like her ears are connected now and they like she has connected lobes now and they weren't before. And they say your ear is unique to you as a fingerprint mm-hmm. so but i have no idea how old avril lavigne is 42 no nah, she's a little bit younger than that she's actually younger than i thought she was still she's only 39 dang it feels like she's been around for 30 years she has been but she was like 16 when she came That's on true. the scene yeah uh so also celebrating a birthday today was gwyneth paltrow at fault no was gwyneth paltrow's fault a cause of terry sanderson's harm that's when Gwyneth Paltrow got sued for uh, a little ski accident that happened in Utah. She actually ended up winning that case and winning $1. Oh. She was sued for like a million. Like, she countersued for a dollar oh. and won. So. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, it was, I, I don't think it was very publicized, but kind of. I, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's birthday. She's been in 10,000 movies. She was great in the Marvel movies. Was she? She really, truly was as Pepper Potts. Um, she's always just so likable. She's got to be 50. Ah, you're close, my friend. Hey. She is the ripe old age of 51 today. She looks fantastic. She does. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we would like to wish you a happy birthday as well. We